you are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening with you, my friends? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the rule of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So... What is happening with all you beautiful people out there, man? Oh, as always, I'm just so grateful to be here. Another week, another episode of TKO, man. Oh, things are so good right now in the world. And, you know, I'm not just talking about combat sports, but also just like in real life. You know, sometimes, okay, here we go. Here's our daily slash weekly dose of motivation, y'all. So, okay, stay tuned. So I feel like sometimes you just have to... Go into whatever you want to do. Say you want to do something, you want to accomplish a task or whatever it is. And say you might be thinking that you might have different obstacles on your way or you have to face different challenges along the way while you're trying to accomplish that certain task. My best advice to all of you guys out there is you need to keep a very positive mentality while you're trying to go through all that. For example, you go to work, You might not necessarily be in love with your work, but if you change your mentality, if you change how you think about work, for example, turn it around so that you think about work in a positive way. Think about what sort of things you'll be um, uh, getting as a reward after you finish that certain task at work or what have you. If you just try to be more optimistic about that certain task that you might not necessarily really like, then man, that's going to change everything. Because I don't know, I think this is actually a quote by someone famous, but I can't recall who actually said it. But it's not about the outcome. I feel like it's actually about the process, how you feel during that process and how you deal with different things, how you deal with your own emotions in that whole process. For example, since we're a sports team show, let me relate it to sports. So say you want to go into training and I know, I mean, it, it would be an exaggeration to say, oh, every day that I go to the gym, I feel it. I just want to get stronger, whatever. No, there are some days that you just do not want to get out of bed and go to the gym so early in the morning. So my solution to that would be listen man don't thinking about don't stop thinking about how you want to accomplish something at the end of the day stop thinking about how oh when i finish that 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 task today at the gym when i finish that training at the gym i'm gonna be like one step closer to my to my ultimate goal of say becoming a amateur champion don't think about that think about how how good you want to feel throughout the process say you go into the gym today Think about how good you want to feel when you're doing all of your, say, uh, like um, hamstring curls or whatever, <laughs> whatever you do at the gym or say you want to go unboxing and spar with the partner. Just think about how much fun you're going to have with your sparring partner. Don't think about, oh, man, it's going to be so physically exhausting and I'm going to get so dehydrated and whatnot. No, do not think about that. Try turning things around so that you think about all the positive aspects of whatever you're trying to do in that certain task so that you will ultimately finish that task. So I know that was kind of like ambiguous at first, but I hope I, I um, uh, you know, put the word across 
and you guys know what I'm talking about because honestly that that has been the case with me because I told you guys and I know some of the people listening to this right now are probably university students out there because shout out to CFRU we're out here with our campus and community radio station platform so I know we actually do reach out to a lot of students um, out there and I know that the summer semester just started and listen man it's not an easy task to just go in and actually put in work when you're trying to study in the summer because in the summer all you want to do is to stay inside or even like go outside and do nothing just have fun and it actually takes a lot of discipline and and like good mentality uh to 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 go in and actually do that studying task that you need to do so yes it is hard sometimes i feel like this actually applies to all aspects of life you don't you're not necessarily in love with what you're gonna do or what you have to do you might feel like a chore, but just try to turn your um, um, uh, your your aspect around it. Like try to think about it positively and optimistically. And I know sometimes it might, it's not the easiest thing to do, but trust me, if you if you give it a try, then it will work for you. That has definitely been the case for me in the beginning for the summer semester. I was really having a lot of difficulty just adapting to that whole new semester and the course that I was thinking. And you know, I was brand new at work and I didn't know what I was doing, but maybe Man, I turned my mentality around and I tried to look at it positively and here I am I f- I'm feeling better day by day and I hope you guys you guys give this a try see how it works for you and actually let me know because I know I'm not a professional when it comes to like these type of stuff right but just just tell me how it goes because I'm I like these type of stuff like I try it on myself I, I keep telling my friends to do it and it seems to work for for most of them so if, if you actually give it a try just holla at me on twitter or instagram or whatever at jaynon listen let me know how it goes and i hope it will actually make your day and the days to come for the rest of the week and the month and the year okay so there you have that uh, in case you were not having a great day i hope that actually motivated you in in some um aspect at least I know by the time you'll you'll be listening to this through CFRU, it will be Thursday afternoon, which is fine. But I still hope that it will help you um, in in whatever you're going through. So there you have that. That was your daily slash weekly dose of motivation for all you guys out there. Now speaking of that, speaking of all that motivation and hustle and everything good let's talk about the toronto raptors yes because man we finally made it to the nba finals and tonight is going to be game one against the toronto raptors man Uh, and the golden warriors the golden state warriors Uh, so it's going to (laughs) be really really interesting i know we don't really talk about basketball here on the show but man this is a very historic moment in the history of um uh, Canadian basketball, I would say. So we'll see how the game goes tonight. And uh, depending on uh, how much material we're going to have for the upcoming weeks, because I think the games are going to last until the uh, like uh, the 16th of June or 17th of June. We'll see how things go and how the Raptors do. 
Uh, we the North, man. Uh, I, I'm personally really, uh, honestly, rooting for the Toronto Raptors, of course. Um, I'm just really curious to see how it's going to turn out. Because like I said, this has never happened ever in our history of um, Canadian basketball. So I just want to see what happens. And um, yeah, in case you forgot about game one, make sure you catch up with it tonight. Uh, so game one between the Toronto Raptors and the Golden State Warriors. Okay, so had to put that out there. And now, my friends, so this upcoming weekend, this Saturday, June 1st, uh, I know I already talked about an event that is actually happening on June 1st, and that was the fight between the current IBF, IBO, WBA, and WBO heavyweight champion of the world, Anthony Joshua, and the title challenger, Andy Ruiz Jr. So we already talked about this fight and broke it down thoroughly on our previous episode because... What I want to do today on our show is to thoroughly break down the UFC fight card that is also happening on the same day on June 1st, but it's going to be a UFC fight card in Sweden, and I actually just took a look through the fight card, especially the main card that is happening for this fight card, and it is stacked with so many talented Swedish fighters, man. So I'm really, really excited for today's show and uh, what we're going to be breaking down today. So like I said, um, yes, uh, the the fight is actually happening in Stockholm, Sweden, and the whole uh, fight card is actually headlined by a great bout, a great light heavyweight bout between Alexander Gustafsson and Anthony Smith. And these are the top two light heavyweight guys in the light heavyweight division of the UFC right now. So as you can imagine, it is going to be a very, very entertaining and exciting fight. So yes, I'm just really, really pumped up to to break down this fight. And not only that, but we also have some other fights like a great fight for the co-main event of the evening. We're gonna be having a great fight between another top light heavyweight contender, Elir Latifi, who also trains at the same gym as Alexander Gustafsson. Um, he's also from Sweden, so he's going to be fighting off against Volkan Ozimir. Man, woo, this is going to be really exciting. And um, the third last fight of the evening is going to be a fight between Jimmy Manuel and Alexander Rakic. Man, and not only that, we also have another guy who also fights on the same gym as Alexander Gustafsson and Illegal Latifi and also Jamie Manuel too. Sorry, I forgot to say that. So they're all gym mates and they're all going to be fighting on the main card of this UFC fight card. Man, that's crazy. That's goals for me. Like me and my buddies just fighting on the same card, man. Anyhow, so another fight that that looks really exciting right now looks uh, to be a fight between Maquan Amerikani and Chris Fish gold for a featherweight bout okay so these are the main fights that are happening on the main card of this ufc stockholm fight card and i cannot wait to start breaking them down yes but actually you know what before we get started because i think that uh, anthony joshua and andy ruiz fight that i talked about earlier last week uh, I just need to refresh your minds about it a little bit because it's actually a pretty in, uh, entertaining and exciting and important fight. So I feel like I need to, in case you didn't tune in last week to our episode, I still need to sort of um, at least talk about some of the highlights of it and when you, what you need to watch out for just briefly, not in too much detail. If you want more detail, make sure you, you listen to our previous episode from last week. So, yeah, so before we get started with that UFC fight card, yes, let's talk about Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz. So, like we said last week, 
Um, Anthony Joshua, this is a very um, interesting fight for him because, yes, of course, as always, um, ever since he has obtained all of the four heavyweight championship belts for himself, the IBF, IBO, WBA, and WBO heavyweight championships for himself, this is yet another time for him to, to come out there and try to defend all of his belts. But let me tell you this, this is not going to be an easy task for Anthony Joshua right now. Because Andy Ruiz Jr. is not someone to be underestimated at all. He, if you look at his highlights, Andy Ruiz has some of the nastiest knockout shots ever. And I, I think you can actually tell that from the way he carries himself in, in his fights. Because he's not the type to, to be the fastest, to be the speediest in his fights. Especially because he's a heavyweight. So what he does best is that he waits and waits and waits. And then he waits for that perfect moment so that he can throw that deadly shot towards you and that you go down cold to the canvas. So that is actually a very dangerous thing. And the interesting, another interesting thing is Anthony Joshua has actually shown some weakness in his chin. If you recall from, I think it was 2017 when he was fighting Vladimir Klitschko, when, it, when Anthony Joshua was fighting Klitschko, he actually got caught with a nasty shot by Vladimir Klitschko in round six, I believe it was. And he actually went down. He was knocked down for the first time ever in his professional career. So would Andy Ruiz Jr. be able to do the same thing that Klitschko did to Anthony Joshua in this current fight against Anthony Joshua? Well, I guess we have to wait and see. But again, like I said, this is going to be an overall exciting fight because, like, like I said, it's not going to be an easy fight for Anthony Joshua. But also, um, he, like, uh, both, both guys need to watch out for each other. Because especially, I feel like... Anthony Joshua, he really needs that mm, someone that can actually threaten him in his fight. He hasn't really had that in a while, especially after his fight against Vladimir Klitschko. Or you could argue even after the fight that he had against the former champion, Joseph Parker. After those fights, he hasn't really had a lot of, um, you know, hard challenges in his fights. And this one is something that we can argue that can potentially really be be a hard fight for him if he doesn't um, uh, take precautions and if, if he doesn't um, actually think about the, the, the things that Andy Ruiz Jr. can potentially do to him in this current fight. And man, if Andy Ruiz Jr. comes into this fight, guns blazing, so that he actually is able to knock out Anthony Joshua, then it is going to be, it's going to change the whole course of the heavyweight um, uh, division right now because I feel like especially right now, a lot of promoters are actually counting on Anthony Joshua for sure winning this fight so that he can potentially later in the future fight um, the, the current WBC champion of the world, Deontay Wilder, or if not, he could just fight someone like Tyson Fury, the, the, the lineal champion. Heavyweight champion of the world. So 
all in all, man, this fight is going to be really exciting. And I cannot wait to see how it's actually going to go down. Because, I, first of all, I haven't seen Anthony Joshua fight in, a, in such a long time. So I'm actually kind of itching to see him fight again. And also, uh, I'm going to be uh, totally honest with you guys. I've never seen Andy Ruiz. Like, I've never seen one of his fights live. I've just watched his highlights. So I'm actually excited to see in, in, in um, you know, firsthand how he's actually going to perform in this fight against Anthony Joshua. Like I said, if he performs well, it's going to be the win of the century and it is going to change his whole life. So we'll see how things go in this fight against Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz Jr. And this fight is really interesting because for the first time ever, Anthony Joshua is going to be fighting in the U.S. He's going to be fighting in Madison Square Garden. So because of that... It's um, because usually when we see Anthony Joshua fights, it's usually at around like 5 p.m. Eastern time zone. But right now, I believe you actually have to catch up with them at around midnight on Saturday nights because he's fighting at Madison Square Garden and um, he's um, uh, headlining the whole fight card. So, yes, uh, the fight is going to be happening a bit later. But, yeah, just want to put that out there in case you were confused. But that is actually very good planning by the boxing promoters because moving on right now to our UFC fight nights in Stockholm, Sweden. Because the fight is ha actually happening in Stockholm, Sweden and it's actually happening in Europe, the fight is going to be broadcasted at 1 p.m. Eastern time zone. So we're going to be catching up with everything on Saturday. And um, thankfully, wow, I'm so grateful. We're not going to be missing any fights on Saturday. Man, I just realized that I forgot to play my um, show tag uh, at the beginning of the show. The one that I told you guys about last week, how much I put effort into it. But here we go. N it, it is never too late. So here we go. This is TKO fam. TKO. Yes. TKO. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that gets me hyped up every time. But anyhow, um, now I'm really excited to get into UFC Fight Night in Stockholm, Sweden. So, like I said, the whole fight card, especially the main card, is stacked with talented, talented Swedish fighters, including Alexander Gustafsson, who's currently the number two ranked light heavyweight contender in the light heavyweight division in the UFC, right? So let me give you a bit of background about the light heavyweight division, guys. So we all know how things went down between John Jones, who's the current light heavyweight champion of the world, and the former light heavyweight champion of the world, Daniel Cormier, who is currently <laughs> the heavyweight champion of the world in the UFC. So if you remember, the two had a, a, like a couple of fights and uh, both times, John Jones was able to get the W for himself and for whatever, for so many um, reasons and controversial factors, the win was actually overturned to a no contest because of um, doping problems and legal problems and all that that I'm not going to get into right now. But all in all, John Jones came back and he fought Anthony Smith, okay, Anthony Smith is the guy that is uh, going to be fighting off against Alexander Gustafsson right now. Actually, excuse me, before he fought Anthony Smith, I totally forgot about this. Before John Jones fought Anthony Smith, he fought Alexander Gustafsson for the title because he was making his comeback from such a long suspension. 
And because in the past, Alexander Gustafson and John Jones had had a great fight, I think it was in 2013, they run it back. Uh, and the winner of that fight was um, supposed to be crowned the new light heavyweight champion of the world. And to everybody's surprise, um, because some people, because in the first fight that John Jones and Alexander Gustafson actually had, people were arguing that Alexander Gustafson actually had the potential to be John Jones and become the light heavyweight champion. So that's what people were thinking in this fight as well. But unfortunately, things did not go Alexander Gustafson's way, and John Jones won that fight, and he became the champion. Now, a few months after, because John Jones was on a roll, John Jones was supposed to fight Anthony Smith, okay? So he fought Anthony Smith, and again, we all thought that Anthony Smith was going to be the one to beat John Jones, especially, this is really interesting, because he resembled Alexander Gustafson a lot when it came to his style and his fighting techniques, okay, and, and his fights. So it was really, um, yeah, we weren't really, again, expecting that John Jones was going to win that fight again, but yet he did, and... Um, that's the end of that. But like I said, the interesting thing about that is both of the guys that are going to be fighting off against each other on Saturday, Alexander Gustafson and Anthony Smith, they both ha share a point, share a, a past experience, and that is fighting John Jones. And unfortunately, all of those past fighting experiences have led to a loss and like I said, both of these guys, when you compare their skills and how they tend to fight in a, in a fight, they're so similar in style. And so let me tell you this, because of that, this fight is going to be really interesting to watch because they're so, when they fight, they fight, they fight like each other. So it's so interesting to see if one guy is going to change his ways and come into this fight and try to go go around what the other guy usually brings into the into the fight, is someone actually going to do that, or are they just going to go like um, just just clash? Is, or is their styles just going to clash on fight nights? So are we just going to see? Because okay, actually, let me just tell you what their style usually usually consists of. So both guys, both um, Gustafson and Anthony Smith, their style is usually um, mostly standing up. They both are phenomenal boxers. They both fight phenomenal on their feet. Okay, and um, when they throw shots, it's mostly really accurate. And um, because of that accuracy. Both guys have been really successful in um, knocking down guys in, in their in their past fights, and um, it's just very effective the style of striking that they usually deliver in their fights. But not only that, if need be, they can actually take you down, and they can take you down so smooth and clean. Okay, and after they take you down, um, they usually finish off with the ground ground and pound. But something that is slightly different about Anthony Smith, uh, I would say, would, would be that Anthony Smith is slightly better with his submission skills when, when things actually do go to the ground because we haven't really seen Alexander Gustafson do a lot when he uh, takes his opponents to the ground. He doesn't really go for that submission. He just wants to go for that finish through ground and pound. 
So this is where things kind of start to split off in that if the fight actually does go to the ground between Alexander Gustafson and Anthony Smith, would Anthony Smith be able to submit Alexander Gustafson? Right? Because that is the only thing, logically thinking, that is slightly different about Anthony Smith that gives him sort of just a little bit of advantage in this current fight against Alexander Gustafson. So that would be really interesting to see if if that situation actually takes place and whether or not Anthony Smith actually takes advantage of, uh, takes advantage of that uh, opportunity. But other than that, even if the fight is conducted standing up, who is going to be the better guy? Who's going to be the better striker in this fight? Because like I said many, many times already, they're so similar when it comes to their striking. So is Alexander Gustafsson just going to box him out like uh box him out and um just do boxing or is he also going to utilize some some um, kicking and elbowing and some other striking skills other than just your usual orthodox boxing techniques or i don't know what's going to happen man i'm just so curious to see who's going to be the better striker on fight night against alexander gustafson and anthony smith Ooh, okay, yeah, I'm actually really pumped up for this fight because, like I said, I don't know who's going to win because they're so close, even level-wise, skill-wise. They're just so close. I mean, Alexander Gustafson is a number two-ranked um, contender in the light heavyweight division, and Anthony Smith is number four, but they're so close to each other. So I'm just really curious to see what is actually going to take place but not only that, guys, but the coming event of, these, uh, of the evening, too, is going to be another light heavyweight fight, another great light heavyweight fight. And it's going to be between Volkan Ozemir and Ilir Latifi. Now, this is going to be really interesting because I'm not sure if you guys can actually remember, but Volkan Ozemir, he fought the former light heavyweight champion, Daniel Cormier, when Cormier was the champion at this weight division. He actually fought him for the title. And um, some people were saying that o Ozemir was going to knock out DC because Ozemir in his past fights, he had been knocking people clean, knocking out people clean. <laughs> and so because of that, everybody was just so concerned about Dalen Cormier and whether or not he was going to be knocked out. But unfortunately, what happened was that he, Volkan Ozemir himself was actually, um, completely i mean i hate to say this because i i don't want to sound biased when i'm breaking down this fight but he was actually demolished in that fight against daniel cormier because cormier we all know his strong wrestling background so he took him down so many times and after he took him down there were so many ground and pounds and oh it was horrible so that was a really bitter experience for Volkan Ozdemir, but I feel like he actually learned from that experience because I, I, I feel like in his combat fights, he actually tried to, um, uh, you know, rise back up again and tried to have everybody forget about that loss that he had against Daniel Cormier, which is great. But again, here, he's facing off against another... Actually, I would argue that Ilir Latifi, so Volkan Ozdemir's opponent right now, I would argue that Ilir Latifi, he has some one of the best wrestling um, like techniques and skills in the division, if not, <laughs> you know, in the whole UFC roster. If you pair up Ilir Latifi against Daniel Cormier, 
in a wrestling match, I don't know who's going to win. That's how good Illegal Latifi is with his wrestling. So again, like even though Volkan Ozdemir already sort of redeemed himself after that loss against Daniel Cormier, the question is, is the same thing going to happen with him and Ilir Latifi? Because Ilir Latifi is a sledgehammer. He will take you down at will. He's so strong. He's so muscular. And his wrestling and his for- is his forte. Okay? Like, there's no way that you wouldn't predict that Ilir Latifi is going to take you down in, in this fight. So, I'm really curious to see what Volkan Ozdemir is going to do with that. Because that is, um, you know... Um, unavoidable. It's an unavoidable fact in this in this fight, and I'm just really interested to see how it's gonna go down. And Ilir Latifi, of course, for him to win this fight, he can totally utilize his wrestling. And then after he uh, takes down Ozdemir, he could totally go for that ground and pound and try to finish the fight as soon as possible because that is actually in his favor because we we know that Ilir Latifi's only weakness is his cardio and stamina if the fight goes the full distance. So like I said, all of the fights that are happening on this UFC fight card are really, really interesting, guys. Make sure you catch up with all of them. They're happening at 1 p.m. Eastern time zone and also on the same night on June 1st, we're also going to be having Anthony Joshua versus Andy Ruiz Jr., So yeah, man, I talked a lot as always, and I wish I could break down some other fights that are happening on this fight card, but unfortunately, I'm looking at the clock right now, and that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know, make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes, and you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Jenna right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.